0: Welcome to the Lead Quietly podcast. I'm your host, Jen Boyle, communications professional, leader, and entrepreneur, and I'm passionate about helping quiet and introverted women become confident leaders without having to be loud. I discovered the power of quiet leadership after being promoted into a leadership position overnight and feeling that it wasn't meant for me because I was too quiet and not assertive enough. And this same self-doubt kept me from becoming the entrepreneur I knew I was meant to be for almost a decade. This podcast is to show quiet and introverted women just like you that you can absolutely be a great leader at work, in business, and in your life without changing who you are. If you are ready to stop sitting on the sidelines and unlock your leadership potential, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, welcome back to the Lead Quietly podcast. I am excited to be starting a new month. It's October now and it's almost the end of the year and there's a few months left. It feels like Christmas is around the corner. I went out yesterday and walked into a store and saw Christmas decorations next to the Halloween decorations and I can't believe how far into the year it is. And why I'm talking about October relates to the topic of the show today, which is reflections and celebrating some highs and lows of being in business for two years officially. So October marks the beginning of my business, the beginning of Lead Quietly two years ago is when I first came online and I first officially launched my business and made it a real thing. Prior to that it was an idea, it was this vague notion of something I wanted to do someday and a lot has changed in two years. I wanted to spend today's episode reflecting a little bit of some of the wins and some of the lows. And share them with you because I want you to see what it's really like behind the scenes of an online business and of someone who you might look up to or you might be curious about what their experience actually is. And that's something I've always strived to do in all of my content and in the, the values of my brand that I've wanted to be relatable I don't want to put on a fake kind of atmosphere. I don't want to make everything look perfect online. And even though it's difficult, it can be challenging to be vulnerable and open about some of these things. I think it's important because it's real and I want you to know wherever you are on your journey towards your professional goals, whether that is career or business or your personal goals, things that you're working on in your life. Everyone else is working on them too. It looks messy for other people. If you feel that you're moving too slow or things aren't going the way you want or that other people have this magically perfect life of building their business or creating their dream life, know that the real and raw behind the scenes is not always pretty and we're all in the same boat. I know I need that reminder sometimes because I can get caught up in comparison and think, That everyone has all the time in the world to work on their business or every time they sit down to work on their goals or maybe they're writing a book or they're doing something that they're magically having productive time every single time or that other people don't get interrupted with real life. That kids don't get sick or you have to work overtime or there's family situations or something breaks in your house or your car breaks down or things go wrong, your days don't go as planned. We don't always share that, we don't always see that, and we think that it's happening to us more than other people, and that's not always the case. So today I'm wanting to pick out some of the wins from the last few years, and some of the lows from the last few years, and share them with you. So I made a list of some of the wins, and I'm going to run through that list first, and then we'll get into the lows, and... There are actually an even number when I look at both of my lists, which is curious because depending on the day you might ask me, if someone said, how's business going? I might say, fantastic. And then other days I might say, it's terrible. (laughs) So it's actually more of a balance between the good days and the bad. So for some of the wins that I'm celebrating in the last two years... I am proud that I've made it two years, honestly, that I haven't given up, that I haven't quit, and that I was able to stick it out and keep going through the ups and downs of building a business so that I could get to this point of celebrating a two-year anniversary. I am so grateful for all the people in my community. That is one of the biggest wins. When I first started this business, I had this dream of reaching other quiet, introverted, women who have big goals but they're getting in their own way they're holding themselves back they have a personality that is more about people pleasing or hesitating or deferring to others or shrinking back into the background and i wanted to reach them and i wanted to put a different voice out there into the online world into the work world to let people like that know that they have immense value they could be great leaders They can accomplish big things and have a lot of influence and do meaningful, impactful work and you can do it without being loud. You can do it without having to change your core essence of who you are and I wanted to reach those people and I have. Now, I have big vision of wanting to reach more and more and get out there even more but I am so grateful for everyone who's in my community so far. In the last two years, I'm also celebrating launching this podcast This was something I wanted to do for a long time and I've always been inspired by other people's podcasts and was something I put off thinking it was too hard, thinking it would take too much time, thinking I couldn't do it, it was too complicated and I put my head down. I had help from wonderful people to get it from idea to reality and now I'm celebrating episode number 20. Now Compared to some of the bigger podcasts that are out there, I'm just getting started. But that's 20 episodes of a podcast that might never have happened if I didn't create it, if I didn't have help, if I didn't put in the work to be here. And it's exciting to think about where this might go in the future. I'm also celebrating my own growth of being more comfortable online. When I first started two years ago, I... Avoided showing my face, I never posted videos, I didn't know how to do a reel, I wouldn't even talk on stories. I was too afraid to really own the role of leader of my business, to be the CEO, to be the founder of Lead Quietly and be okay with that in a public way. I have worked over time through practice, through mindset work, through honestly, just doing things while I was scared and nervous anyway, and have gotten to a point where I'm much more comfortable online, much more comfortable speaking in front of groups, doing live videos, being on this podcast. And I share that as a win because I want you to know wherever you are, it can change over time. It doesn't have to be like a leap off the cliff with practice, with pushing yourself little bits, you can get there and you will grow and you will get more confident and you will get more comfortable. Honestly, if you put the work in and you're willing, that is half the battle. That's the biggest part of the battle. If you're willing to try, you will get more confident. It's, it's almost like you can't not get more confident, but if you never try, then you never have the chance to grow that confidence. Another thing that I'm celebrating is just when you step back and think, I'm actually doing this. I actually have a business and it is a reality. It is not just an idea. It is not a thought. And while yes, it may not be perfect and it may not be moving as fast as I'd like sometimes, or maybe I'm not getting all the results that I want. It's not finished yet. I have more growth and um, dreams of where I want to take it. I actually have a real tangible business, and this is something I didn't have before. Before I took the first steps and took those actions to get started, I had ideas. I had thoughts, I had dreams and wishes, I had words on paper, but I didn't have a real business. And I do now, and so I'm celebrating that. And I've had a real business for two full years. And the last thing that I want to celebrate that's come from all of this is the sense of professional and personal meaning and fulfillment that it has given me despite the hard times, despite the challenges, and despite feeling like a newbie as a business owner. You can probably relate to this if you've worked in a career for a long time or you've gone to school or higher education. You feel qualified to do what you're doing in your job, but if you've started a business, you might feel like a beginner in the business world if if you're new to entrepreneurship. I know I've struggled with that, and it's hard to be a beginner again. I actually hate it. I want to feel good and qualified and really experienced and knowledgeable and as an expert at what I do and so it's been hard and humbling and also character building i suppose to know that i can do it because for so long i thought i wasn't the right personality for for entrepreneurship i thought i was too quiet i thought i was not flashy enough or charismatic enough or outgoing enough i didn't think that i was spontaneous enough or that i could just network and market myself and promote myself I thought it was too careful and too planned and too much of a thinker and that I took too long to do things in order to exist in this world and be successful at it. I want you to know you can, there's not one way to run a business. There's not one way to go after your goals or build your career. It has been humbling and yet also uh, I'm celebrating that as a win because it has helped me change and grow in a personal way. My own personal development has grown exponentially in the last two years compared to if i had not taken any of these steps so that's my my list of wins that i'm celebrating and there's many more and i'll leave it at that for today and let's get into the good stuff as i know this is probably the stuff that you're really interested in we always find it interesting to hear the things that other people struggle with and i'm okay sharing this with you because I want you to know that we're all going through this together. Some of the lows of being in business for two years definitely had periods of feeling burnt out and needed breaks. And in fact, sometimes I would take breaks from social media or take breaks from my business almost in a, I just can't do it and giving up sort of way. And that's not fun to admit because you know, even I talk about in my content about the need to keep going, even if you don't feel like it. And I want you to know, I've certainly had days and weeks where I just sort of gave up and just thought, well, this is too hard and too frustrating. I'm too tired and I don't feel like it. So I'm just not going to do it today. And that's definitely been something to grapple with. There's the behavior of doing that. And then there's emotions that come with it. I guess if I had to go back and, and someone said the, One of the hardest parts of being an entrepreneur is the emotions. Is the emotional highs and lows, the mindset and the feelings and the belief and the confidence and the things like that that you struggle with is almost more important than learning the how, learning the technology, learning the strategies and actually like creating and writing and, you know, making videos and those sorts of things. It's been humbling that way. On my list of lows is also confronting my need for control and perfectionism, working to stay in action versus planning. I have caught myself procrastinating many times in business where I think I should do that, I would like to do that, and I hold back. I don't take action quickly enough and I miss an opportunity or the results that I really want don't actually happen and it's actually me who's gotten in my own way. That has also been humbling. I think humbling has been a huge theme and especially if you're creating an online business, if you're similar to me in that respect, you're... Wins and your failures feel very public, like they're out there for everyone to see. And that can be hard to grapple with, especially as a private person, someone who wants to kind of stay on the sidelines and not be front and center. That is what makes this all the more challenging for the quieter personalities. Another thing on my list of lows has been dealing with impatience and the feeling that things are moving too slow or slower than I would like. And that would include things not selling, things not selling fast enough, not getting enough growth in my Facebook group or on my emails or in my followers that I would really like or in what I perceive as too slow compared to what it looks like other people are getting. That sense of comparison has been huge in the last two years. As much as I've tried to eliminate it, it never fully goes away. I've certainly gotten better at consuming less and keeping my own blinders on and staying true to my vision and what I'm doing, but comparison is still one of the lows that keeps popping up. I have felt intimidated in going into rooms. I have avoided networking opportunities that might actually be good for my business because I simply didn't feel like it or didn't want to be on display in front of others or feeling inferior compared to others who are farther ahead. I have avoided networking opportunities, avoided collaboration opportunities, even though I know they would be good and even though once I get started I know I will enjoy them. That is kind of a hard reality that I need to reflect on. And figure out what I want to do to make a change for next year. I have also dealt with the lows of failed launches of offers. I've offered lots of different things over the last two years. Some have worked and some have not, and it's awkward and feels terrible to to have to say that and to admit it for yourself. And one of the hardest parts of things not selling is grappling with feeling like it's you personally. When maybe there's other reasons that it's not, not mixing up your own personal value and ability to actually help people and be worthy of being in business or being in this space of being a leader for others wrapped up in not selling or not getting the signups that you wanted or not getting the clients that you wanted. And I have learned you need to separate those things and you can't let your belief in yourself and your own sort of worthiness in yourself take a constant hit every time you're not seeing the results in the external world with sales or engagement or something like that. And that's been a hard thing to wrestle with. Because our natural personalities do get hurt, especially those of us who are more sensitive, who really care about external validation, who tend to seek permission from others before we proceed. It's like we're waiting for that proof and evidence or that validation from others saying, yes, I want to buy your product or yes, I like your post enough to comment on it. And we feel sometimes when we don't get that, that there's something wrong with us and that maybe we're just not cut out for this. I've struggled with that a lot over the last two years and hope by sharing that you feel less alone. I've also related to that dealt with money, mindset issues, things that I've needed to work through, feeling shame for investing in myself and in my business and not seeing equal results return through revenue and having worries about money and debt and will this work eventually will this allow me to create the life that I want and it's a real thing and I feel a little nervous even talking about it but I think it's necessary because not enough people actually say what's going on especially on social media it looks so easy for everyone to make money or that they have the payments just rolling in and people aren't talking about how long it might take before you see that and some of the emotions that you deal with while you're in those early bumpy phases the other thing on the list of lows that I wanted to bring up is time and feeling a bit out of whack sometimes on balancing my time I'm working a full-time job and raising a family and have a personal life with other hobbies and family things and you know activities in my own community that are part of a very full life and sometimes it's been hard juggling a business on the side. And there's a couple things related to that. There's one, some, some guilt that comes up, especially as a mom, of feeling like you're taking time away from your kids to spend working on your business. And I will flip that around to say, if working on my business makes me a happier mom, then I do think it's good. But it still means sometimes struggling time um, can be difficult to know am i spending too much time one way or the other and then the other thing about time I wanted to mention is it's easy if you have a full-time job or your business isn't your main income for your for your life to support your livelihood to feel then that treating your business is secondary to the full-time job that you don't have the the same level of commitment or you don't see it as Equal because one has a paycheck and one doesn't, or one you have to go to and the other is optional, you've decided to do it. And that sense of committing equally to your business as a real, tangible thing, just as much as your current job or whatever it is that you're doing to bring money into your family, has been something I've needed to step back and look at. If I continue to treat my business like a side hobby then I will get side hobby results. If I can only do a business part-time because it's my reality, that's fine. And I can look at that part-time business as a real legit business that deserves a certain level of attention and work and effort, regardless whether it's part-time or not. So these are things that I've needed to step back and look at. So that's my list of lows from the last two years. And... As always, my journal has been my best friend to work through this. Journaling in quiet time, space to reflect. It's really important in the way that I operate to not just keep moving on to the next thing, but to stop and reflect so that I can learn about what is working and what is not, so then I can make better decisions going forward. I encourage you to do the same. If you think that you need to just keep pushing and pushing and pushing and you're you're feeling like something is missing or maybe you're out of sync or you're out of whack, then maybe you do need to stop and take some quiet time and take some reflection time. It can feel like it's wasting time, that it's not productive time, that you should be creating content or doing other things or working on your resume or working at your job or something like that when really that self-awareness and that time for reflection so that you can deal with things, process things, be able to move through things or make a decision is valuable. And it is sort of my rock. It is my thing that I do constantly that keeps me going, especially on the hard days. I want to wrap up to thank you for being here, to thank you for listening, for thank you uh, for being part of the Lead Quietly community. If you're a member of my Facebook group. I hope that we'll have a chance to get to know each other more. If you follow me on Instagram, please say hi. Please let me know. Uh, send me a DM. Is there anything I can do to serve you more? And as I get ready to embark on year three of Lead Quietly, I'm going to use the wins and the lows from the last two years as a place to learn. Um, information or data to pull from to help me make decisions about what I want to do differently and as proof that I can do this that I've done it for two years I've learned a lot and it shows me the evidence that I need that I have what it takes to be an entrepreneur and now I'm willing to keep going I have a big vision for lead quietly and I know it won't be built overnight so I know I'm in it for the long game. I'm here to be a voice for the quiet ones. I'm here to be a leader for those to go first, to those of you who are holding yourselves back, who have a quieter personality, who shrink back, or who hold yourself back, who hesitate, who are more reserved, who are more careful, and who feel that maybe you don't have it takes to, to accomplish that big dream that you have whether it's professional or personal I'm here to be your inspiration to show you the way to show you that you can do those things without being loud or without having to change who you are and I can't wait to turn up the volume even more in a quiet way to help serve you and continue to be that for you I want to inspire you and encourage you I want to be there for you I want to be reliable and as a mentor and a friend who you can talk to, I want to teach you what I know. I want to teach you how to be a confident leader, whether that's in your career or in your business. I want to help you communicate more effectively. I want to help you take action, and most of all I want you I want to help you turn your ideas into a lived reality. Those ideas that are in your head that you wish you could do and you're too afraid or you're holding yourself back. I want to help you However it comes out through whatever means or message or modality that I am doing it through Lead Quietly, I want to show you and help push you to make those dreams a reality. That's really my guiding purpose, why I'm doing this, and what I want for you. I want to show you that you can do it your own way, you can do it in a quiet way, and I'm here to pave that path for you. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you did enjoy this episode and took something away from it, please let me know. You can screen share it on Instagram or you can send me a DM at Lead Quietly. And I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Lead Quietly podcast. I hope something in this episode resonated with you and you took something away that will help you tap into your inner leader. Take some time to process and you'll know when it's time to take action towards your big goals. You can find me on Instagram at Lead Quietly and in my free Facebook group called The Quiet Leader Community. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode.